Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It's Sue and Kendra and we are always excited to shine a spotlight on yet another incredible woman. Sandy Mariano is the Chief Program Officer at Rosie's Place. She's been with the organization since 2004, a mental health clinician by training. She has more than 25 years of experience in the social work field. Sandy's role has expanded and evolved just as the organization's programs and services have. She began as a mental health shelter specialist and for the past 11 years she served as a member of Rosie's senior management team as chief program officer Sandy oversees Rosie's places advocacy programs emergency guest services and the women's education center Rosie started in 1974 as the first women's shelter in the U.S. Today, Rosie's Place provides meals, shelter, services, and education for more than 12,000 poor and homeless women a year. Good morning, Sandy. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. We're excited. We want to talk first just about the legacy of Rosie's Place. You've been a part of the fabric of the greater Boston community now uh, since you first opened your doors, and you're about to celebrate your 50th anniversary. Talk, if you would, about the vision of founder Kip Tiernan and how it's still a part of your core mission today. Sure, absolutely. Kip was an amazing woman. Um, I really considered her such a good friend um, to not only me, but the women who come to Rosie's Place and the community. So in the early 70s, Kip um, was doing some street ministry and noticed that women were disguising themselves as men uh, to get a bed at Pine Street. And so she did a little research and found that there was no shelter in Boston, in the state, or even in the U.S. for women. Um, So that's when her idea sparked that she wanted to start Rosie's Place. What she really wanted was a place that was warm and inviting, safe and comfortable, non-judgmental, and just a great place to be. Um, and so that's why and how she started Rosie's Place. Today, we still adhere to her mission. We make sure that the women are treated respectfully and kindly and welcoming. The place that um, Rosie's Place is a cheerful place. We have flowers on the table. It's freshly painted. It's always clean. We really try to um, maintain what Kip envisioned and wanted for the women that she served. And so we uphold that today. Where does the name come from? Why was it called Rosie's Place? That's a good question. So everyone thinks there was a Rosie or the person that started it was Rosie. 
That is not the case. Um, Kip really wanted a place that sounded warm and welcoming and inviting. So Rosie could be your favorite aunt or just a nice place to come, maybe a coffee shop. She didn't want it to sound institutional. She wanted it to sound like a place that people would not be embarrassed to say that they're going to to meet with friends. I love that because the name then embodies the mission. Right. That's so good. Uh, Massachusetts, as I'm sure you're well aware, uh, we're experiencing here in this state a hunger and housing crisis. Talk a little bit about Rosie's response. Let's start with the hunger crisis first. One in three residents in Massachusetts is food insecure. I know you've expanded your dining room services. Talk about that. Yeah, we've we've expanded expanded our food programs in general. So our dining room services, we recognize that people may, they're hungry. So we offer a lot of meals on site, um, and then we also offer to-go options. So if someone is in a hurry or doesn't want to stay, they can grab a meal and go. So now we serve well over 100,000 meals per year. Our food pantry recently expanded as well. So we used to serve about 80 women a day in our food pantry, and now we serve 350 women a day. So we've really responded to the crisis of hunger. Wow. And housing's a huge issue as well. The average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Boston is literally just over $2,800. It's a lot. Your advocates have helped with the eviction prevention process and utility assistance. How is that? Explain that a little bit for us. Sure. So we have a lot of women that come or call in to see an advocate um, who are behind in their rent or may be facing eviction. We can not only help pay, in many cases, the back rent, we can also access other sources of funding. In addition, we make sure that they are paying an appropriate amount, that their rent share agreement is correct, or that, um, you know, they have everything that they need as far as discounted rates to help support that family. We also work to keep uh, people's utilities on. And again, if someone's utilities are shut off or at threat of being shut off, we can help pay that utility bill to get them back on track. But then we also make sure that they're, um, if they're eligible for discounted rates or receiving those discounted rates, we really do everything we can to make sure that women don't um, end up homeless or end up um, not having their utilities on. So let's talk about some of the other services, because every single day, 365 days a year, Rosie's helps hundreds of poor and homeless women. And it's not just food and shelter. You provide medical screenings, education, employment support. Talk about that piece. Sure. So most people, when they think of Rosie's Place, think we're just a shelter. But we're really um, a multi-service center that serves many women. I mean, we're, we're a sanctuary, obviously, but we think of a holistic approach. So what would a woman need if she were coming in to see us? They might need health care. We have a wellness center that provides that. They might need a meal. They might need to bring home groceries. Um, you know, maybe they're facing a legal issue that they need support with. We have a whole legal team that can help in a variety of ways. Our advocates, uh, we say we help with everything from diapers to detox. So anything that a woman comes in and needs help with, we either provide it here, we find an agency that does. Um, our employment specialist will help not only in creating a resume, but also job search or a training programs. Our education department works to help women um, who don't have English as their native language um, and try to be able to learn English. We have a whole variety of uh, resources that are available to women. 
Um, we also recognize that women may be struggling with some mental health or substance use issues. We have support for those uh, mental health or substance use issues on site as well. Um, so we really look at the whole woman. We also have fun things going on. So we have knitting classes, we have Reiki, we have wonderful celebrations for holidays. So there's really, it's really a joyous place as well as a place to get the services that you need. And I didn't realize this, that Rosie's Place doesn't accept government funding. You rely solely on private support from generous people and institutions. Why is that? And I know that for every dollar donated, 87 cents goes directly to your wraparound services. So talk about how you're able to manage that. Yeah, so that might seem strange to most people. Why wouldn't we take government funding? But it really was Kip's vision. So since we opened our doors in 1974, Rosie's Place has never accepted any government funding. We rely solely and completely on the support of private supporters. This enables us to provide our help without eligibility requirements or expiration dates. We've been fortunate that our friends have always understood the importance of us being able to welcome and assist women or guests unconditionally. We don't ask for proof of poverty because we understand that sometimes the day a woman comes to Rosie's place to ask for help, it can be actually the worst or hardest days of her life. It's it's pretty amazing um, what you guys do, and I, I, I never really thought about it that way. If you don't get the government funding, then you guys have full control mm-hmm. over how right. long you can see these these guests and how what services you can provide, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really a lot of places that do um, take any kind of city, state, or federal money have guidelines as to who they can serve and how they can serve and for how long. And Kip really didn't want um, that to be a barrier for women to get services. So she really did say that, you know, if we raise this funding privately, we're able to serve the women in the way that they need to be helped without having them prove that they need the help. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Exceptional Women podcast on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and along with Kendra Petroni, we are talking with Rosie's Place Chief Program Officer Sandy Mariano. Sandy is telling us about the growing services the organization provides to thousands of poor and homeless women each year. She's also going to tell us about their upcoming fundraiser, Funny Women serious business. Let's get back to our conversation. So Sandy, Rosie's Place signature event is coming up on November 7th. It's called Funny Women Serious Business. It's a charity luncheon. You guys have it at the Heinz Convention Center. It draws a thousand or more supporters. It raises vital funds for all of your critical programs. Talk about the significance of this event, if you would. Sure. So this is actually our biggest um, event of the year for fundraising. And this year, our fundraising goal is $950,000. Wow. And so for every, I know it's big. (laughs) It's a big one. I think we'll reach it. I hope so. Um, And for every dollar donated, as you mentioned, 87 cents will go directly to our programs and services for over 12,000 poor and homeless women every year. The needs of our guests are always evolving and increasing, so these funds are critical for the survival of Rosie's Place and our guests. And at the event this year, you're going to feature a conversation with Michelle Zahner. She's an acclaimed musician, writer, director, and author of the New York Times bestseller, Crying in H-Mart. Tell us a little bit about her and why she was your choice for this year's event. Sure. So for us, Michelle seemed like a natural uh, choice. 
she wrote a memoir about the death of her mother um, and her fear of losing her connection to her Korean heritage. And her recollection is of being nourished not only by the food, but also by the extended family she go- grew up with, speaks to the experiences of many of our guests at Rosie's Place who may come from another country or culture or have a non-traditional experience of family. For so many of our guests, Rosie's Place becomes their family, and they rely on us when they have no one else to turn to. The luncheon is, by the way, and uh, we've been to it many times, a decades-long tradition, um, and the support for this long-standing event has been really phenomenal over the years. What do you attribute that to? Well, Rosie's Place community is really just an extraordinary one. We have founder or supporters who knew our founder, Kip Tiernan, back in the 70s, and we have supporters that will come to the event for the first time on the 7th, at, you know, the invitation of a friend. This is one of my favorite days because it really is a celebration of our community, how our work changes lives, and how we couldn't do it all that we do without the amazing generosity of our community members. And aside from the critical funding that you need, you rely a lot on volunteers. And aside from monetary donations, talk about other ways that people can support the mission, give the website out so that anybody listening right now can get more information on how to help or how to donate. Sure. Thank you for asking that. So there really are a lot of ways to get involved. And there's a host of both on-site and remote volunteer opportunities. In our dining room, you can serve a meal. We have online food drives. You can teach a class in our Women's Education Center. You can create care packages for our guests um, who we get, where we give them out in the food pantry. There's a lot, there's a lot more. And you can check out our website, um, rosiesplace.org, to see all the ways that you can get involved in Rosie's Place. Talk a little bit, Sandy, if you would, about the types of initiatives that you're currently working on. If there are new programs you're developing, advocacy work, legislation, talk about what's happening right now. Sure. Yeah, so it's funny you ask because we are actually in the process of launching a new five-year strategic plan that will enable us to serve more women in more ways than ever before. Um, We're going to enhance and expand our existing program, so try to reach more people And then also we're going to have a strong focus on the behavioral health needs of our guests. Why have you stayed in this line of work so long? What is it that ties you to the mission and maybe who in your life has inspired you throughout your career? Well, I mean, I think Kip obviously was an inspiration to me, and I was so excited to come um, work at Rosie's Place because I had heard of Kip for so many years. But, you know, the the reason I stayed in this work so long is really the guests of Rosie's Place. I love the women. I think that I learn something new from them every day. They're more like me than unlike me. Um, I feel a passion towards um, working with them and alongside them. Um, they're really, it's really been uh, a great experience for me. I, I was actually looking at the website right now, and again, it's rosiesplace.org, and we'll link everybody over onto magic1067.com so that they can get more info as well. I was actually looking at your donation wish list, and I know we have a lot of people listening, and they're, they're hearing you talk about the mission and, and who you serve and how you've helped so many women in this community um, with Rosie's Place. There's an amazing uh, donation wish list of items and things that regular, everyday people listening right now can donate. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, it it is. It's on our website. And it really is stuff that people have access to every day and might not seem like something special. But for our women, it's expensive and they need the help. So we would love people to be able to help uh, the guests of Rosie's Place by accessing that. 
Sandy, I was just <clears throat> struck by your words when you said um, they're more like me than unlike me when you spoke mm-hmm. of the guests of Rosie's Place. It got me thinking, what is the biggest misconception about somebody who is homeless or poor? I think it's that, that they chose this life, you know? I mean, everyone that I've met has similar hopes and dreams. They care about their family. They care about their friends. They want they want similar things that, that I want, Um and I think the misconception is that the women who end up homeless are somehow different, mm-hmm. you know, and not like us. And what I have found through all my years of work and through getting to know women is that that we have much more in common than not in common. Different circumstances and less support um, sometimes and some, you know, sometimes some very debilitating issues that women are dealing with. But at the core, we're, we're the same. If we have any women listening right now who may be in a tough spot and maybe they're nervous or they're afraid to to come forward or talk to somebody, how can they how can they get in touch with Rosie's Place? What is your advice to them if they're listening and they're in a tough position right now in their life? What do you recommend that they do? Give us a call or come in. Um, you know, our phone number is 1-617-442-9322. All they have to do is ask for help and we'll get them connected to an advocate or they can walk in the door and we'll help them in the same way. Sandy, talk a little bit about, we only have time for one more question, but sure. talk a little bit about what's most challenging about this type of work and what's most rewarding because I'm sure you see some of the women walk out and they're now employed, they're able to support themselves, you know, talk yeah. a little bit about, about that and what that feels like for you. Sure. I mean, I think the challenges are that there's just a lack of resources for folks. Like you said, rent is really expensive, food is really expensive. Some of those things we just don't have control over. And, you know, there isn't housing available to women all the time right then. And I would love to just hand someone keys to an apartment if they need it. Mm -hmm. But it's the lack of resources, which can be frustrating. But there's been so many joys that I've had throughout these years. And I think I am a completely different person for having worked at Rosie's Place just by experiencing some of the joy that has happened with our women. You know, and success for a woman might be getting into a training program so that they can access a a great job or getting an apartment or even finding resources to help them, um, you know, with child care for their children or food for their family. It's the little successes that I see joy in or even experiencing a fun workshop that we had and they really enjoyed it. Those are all great things. It's it really is a joyous place. It's it's much more joyous than people would think because there's many many celebrations throughout the day that make it worth it to me. And Sandy, lastly, do you see a lot of women that that you serve come back to help and then volunteer and contribute back mm-hmm. into Rosie's place? Absolutely. We've seen you know, being here 20 20 years, I've seen guests who really have accessed a lot of services and then wanted to give back and have come back as a volunteer. I've also seen people who've gotten services from us come back years later and work for us. So it really has been a great um, experience seeing seeing this happen and seeing full circle for folks. Wow. So if people want more info on Rosie's Place, if they want to make a donation, explore volunteer opportunities, they can visit rosiesplace.org. Are there still tickets to the luncheon available and how can people purchase those? Sure. There absolutely are still tickets and it's a great experience. I would love it if more people came. 
um, they can go to uh, just the rosiesplace.org slash FWSB, and the tickets are right there online. Oh, thank you, Sandy, so much for joining us today. We are just in awe of the work that Rosie's Place does every single day, and we wish you continued success in your upcoming event and all the work that you do. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you to Sandy Mariano, Chief Program Officer for Rosie's Place. The organization has been helping thousands of poor and homeless women for 50 years with critical programs and services. And not just food and shelter, but with wide-ranging support to include advocacy, education, employment, and mental health and recovery programs. Rosie's Place is an institution here in Boston, and the founder, Kip, has created a long-lasting legacy of giving back to the community. It's pretty amazing, and we're very lucky to have them here in Boston. You have been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our privilege to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thanks for paying attention, and thank you for helping us create engaging programming. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and feel inspired. And if you missed any episode, you can always listen on magic1067.com, and you can follow us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. And please join us every Sunday morning at 7.30 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.